Right now on the line, I'm joined by Elliot Dawson at the Maria. Elliot, how you doing? I'm good. Good, Jamie. Thank you for having me. You are more than welcome. Thanks for coming on the show. Bald Spot is the new track from your upcoming album, Hang Low. Yeah. Um, right. Um, let me let, let, let me begin. Anxiety inducing, um, kind of off kilter, slightly creepy, um, uh, a bit of mania, uh, and it's brilliant. What was your <laughs> what's your goal with writing uh, the song? Um, well, first of all, thank you very much, um, and also shout out to the um, the Alpha Mist track that's playing underneath right now. That's one of my favorite songs. Not, wow, um, nice. Uh, Yes, um, I all those all those adjectives that you just used before was exactly um, the feeling that I was trying to communicate um, when I wrote Bald Spot and and when I did this album as well. I wanted yeah. to, um, you know, make it a bit off kilter, bit scary, you know, odd time, um, and kind of blending. This sounds really poncy, but I wanted to use a real interesting combination of, like, organic sound as mm. well as inorganic sound. So, like, in Bald Spot, that goes with having the big, like, saxophone and flute lines, which are doubled by, like, quite sizzly synths, and, like, the drums are real computer-like, even though they're live-sounding, um, and, and everything kind of has this weird amalgamation of different things that you wouldn't normally hear in the same context, in a new context. Yeah. Um, that was kind of the sound I was going for. And then also, I one of, one of my favorite films um, is the, called Good Time, and it's got... Um, so good. What a great film. Um, Robert Patterson and the, um, the Safety Brothers. And the soundtrack was done by... I, I don't know how to say the name right, but it's like on Honotrix Point Never. Yeah, I've never, um, I've never learned um, how to say that either. And um, the, the the whole that whole movie is just like so anxiety inducing and like thrilling, and and the soundtrack like contributes to that so much. Um, and so like I definitely drew quite heavily on that vibe um, when I was when I was producing that song um, and, and, and wanting to kind of like capture the, the tension in that um, and like I guess from like a lyrical or a conceptual perspective Bald Spot is the follow up um, to CEO CEO is the first single that I put out for the album and um, it's also the first the first track on the album and Bald Spot comes directly after and I wanted to but CEO is, is like even more manic mm. than Bald Spot and I wanted to like when I did CEO I just kind of like threw everything at the wall and wanted to make it unhinged and as crazy as possible and then I wanted to follow that up with something that was you know in the same ballpark but like a little bit more considered a little bit more tasteful a different kind of tension from just kind of like unbridled um angst and put it into something that was like a little bit more creepy but had the same kind of tension so that the it would it would carry through for a little bit longer rather than just like ceo which is like two and a half minutes of of chaos yeah um and kind of 
keep that idea going through the kind of like first, you know, five to ten minutes of the album. Another great track that gets heavy rotate here at Radio 1, I must add. Um, CEO. Um, but, I mean, how do you go about, like, you know, you're not writing in the traditional... I mean, you are writing in the traditional sense, but, you, you know, with, with the odd time signatures and... Um, and, and the different elements going on. How do you, you know, approach writing songs like this and like CEO? Um, it's never it's never the same. I think um, with CEO, I just started with that big main riff, like, um, and everything kind of just fell into place from there. But because with with Bald Spot. Um, it started like the the song the song starts in um in four and then transitions to the end at, 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 at seven into seven and like, i wanted to have um like that transition be seamless in a way that um you know people that, that you people pick up on that really easily because all of a sudden it's just weird but it's not so weird that it's unlistenable and I think like the challenge that I went the challenge that I had to grapple with with those two songs in terms of the writing perspective was how do I achieve that that tension and and make it kind of musically different and interesting but not so much in a way that it's going to alienate people and I think um, that was kind of a um, uh, a thought in the writing process for these particular songs that were um, that was really different from what I'd done before rather than just like following the idea to its logical conclusion mm-hmm. um, so I spent a lot of time with my laptop like changing changing where the time signatures were going to move and, um, and and that kind of thing so that it felt and I don't know whether I just listened to it so much that um, it just started sounding normal to me and everyone else thinks it sounds like insanity. But um, <laughs> I, I'd like to think that I, I, I'd lay down the challenge for myself and I got at least some somewhere close to making it musically interesting oh, totally. for me and for other people as well as like listenable to people that aren't necessarily, you know, like playing musicians. Yeah, I mean, it's going to make you feel uncomfortable at first, um, but I think it's a good uncomfortable. <laughs> it certainly made me feel a little bit uncomfortable, but I don't mean that in a bad way at all. And yeah. I think it's that kind of like, you know, that kind of unnaturalness to it that, that does that. How do you, but you know, you, you wrote this on your on your computer and then you took it to your band. So yeah. how, did you, how do you flesh out your ideas from a digital sense of which you can really stretch the imagination to not, and I'm not saying that bands in any way are limited, but there's some things that bands can do, um, can't do that you can do on your computer, obviously. Yeah, I mean, I'm extremely lucky in that I have um, incredible musicians in my band um, that uh, that went to jazz school in here in Wellington, and so we haven't really run into anything yet that we can't play in a live setting that I've done on my computer that's really weird um so my band is um olivia campion on drums lily rose shaw on the saxophone and flute Pierce Higginson on bass and ruben topsand on um keys and synth 
um, Lily and Olivia both went to jazz school here in Wally, um, and um, Ruben went to Massey, and Pess and I went to Vic, although the two of us didn't study music. Um, yeah. So, so it's kind of at the point where it's like so far so good, but the best thing about taking it to the band is that it's um, you get the personality of the individual musicians that wouldn't necessarily um, come across if it was just like a drum track playing out of playing out of a computer and also I absolutely suck so bad at programming fills <laughs> in my computer like I can do I can do like pretty all good like MIDI drum feels but the the best thing about um, having a live drummer and Olivia particularly is that like everything just becomes like naturally more humanized and with feeling and and the drum fills as well or like another example would be if i've written like a, a saxophone line or a keyboard line for lily or ruben like everything's done on the in the demoing kind of computer phase like relatively broad brush so whenever we go to the studio like the the like the broad skeleton of like a particular melody might still be there but there might be like a whole bunch of passing notes or going into it or coming out of it in a different way that makes it like the, the musician's own melody within the original idea and I think that's the coolest thing because I can do the sketch and then we can come together and like colour everything in mm-hmm. in a way that does justice to like the original ideas nice nice what about lyrical content what are you you know writing about with this track um so the the kind of broad concept of the album Hang Low um, is I guess I I wanted to create something that um, uh, had you know like how when you when you when you have the ability to speak about like a problem or something that you've been struggling with but sometimes it's it doesn't seem like such a, such much of a problem when you have the ability to put it into words. Mm-hmm. Um, that um, kind of what I was trying to do with this album. And I read I read this book by a British artist called Grayson Perry, um, called The Descent of Man, which is essentially about um, kind of modern masculinity and and the ways in which it no longer serves. Um, the world um, and also men in particular um, and he kind of had this way of like putting things into words that I'd been thinking about for a long time um, about um, you know the, the negative aspects of um, of masculinity and, and, and the ways that it doesn't necessarily serve anyone um, being in the unhealthy and, and toxic force that it is and so um I kind of took a lot of themes from the, from that book and applied it across the rest of the album. So CEO um, is meant to be this kind of like representation of like the scary masculine archetype that's like all like rage and emotion and, and no control. Um, and so it starts in that point and then through Bald Spot we kind of see... Um, Kind of like a growing awareness and um, a kind of turn away from that that scary ideal and um, 
trying to, to move away from that towards something that's um, more um, just better, you know? Yeah, yeah, better, yeah. Better for everyone. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. And is that, so, so that stream, so the album's a concept in, in, in that regards, and does that, that, that kind of story and that um, that movement away from that tos- toxic masculinity and that idea of what a man was uh, and how that idea should be lost now um, does that flow throughout the album to an outcome at the end? Uh, yeah, for for the most part, yeah, yeah, nice, nice. Uh, and when when will we see the full body of work? So the album comes out on the second of September, which is in a few weeks. Yes. Um, which is very exciting and equally terrifying. Um, <laughs> and I just, I just, probably about half an hour ago, I received an email saying that my vinyls are ready to be delivered. Wow! Um, you ordered so those early. All those those beautiful people out there um, who like vinyl, you can pre-order one from my Bandcamp or from Flying Out, um, twelve-inch LP, um, and. It's uh, it's a great vibe. I'm very excited that it managed to get here on time um, because that's not the experience that everyone has at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, Well, that's that's what what I'm saying. I was like, you must have ordered that before you wrote the album. Uh... (laughs) Not not quite. (laughs) Probably about January this year. I got it it pressed by Holiday Records in Auckland. Fantastic. Um, They're so busy. Yeah, they're, they're busy people, but it's like... Being the only pressing plant in New Zealand um, will do that to you. And also, like, it's it's quicker to go through them than it is to go overseas, um, which is ridiculous, <laughs> but, yeah, um, I, but awesome. I heard that we might be opening the old one in Petoni again. Is that... You, oh, really? You heard anything might, about that? No, I haven't, but my parents my parents live in Petoni, so I'll have to put some... Uh, is to the ground. There is a really great record store on Jackson Street called um, Low Cost Records, um, but I don't know anything about a plant. That yeah. would be incredible. I think there were a couple of plants in Wellington back in the day. Um, yeah, and I did hear, I heard rumours, but maybe you know that's exactly what it was. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, this near here or there, we've got Bald Spot to enjoy now and Hang Low coming out soon. As you said before, Bandcamp, go to Bandcamp to stream the song as well, purchase the song. And pre-order their album on vinyl. Uh, any plans to hit the hit the road afterwards? Yes, yes. There's also a tour. I will be in Dunedin on the 16th of September at Dogwood Two Tales, um, playing a solo show. Um, and then there's other dates around the country. I'm playing the day the album comes out in Wellington on the 2nd of September, and then. Two weekends after Dunedin on the 16th, Christchurch on the 17th, both in September, and then there's Auckland show on the 15th of October. Nice. And all of those, all of those tickets are available now via Under the Radar. Fantastic. dollars early birds. Undertheradar.co.nz, uh, yep. Bandcamp, and flying out for the album. Thank you for your time, Elliot. A pleasure, and um, no doubt we'll be talking again in a, in a few weeks' time. Thank you so much, Jamie. Big shout out to you and the crew um, down south. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, have yourself a wonderful day. Uh, yeah, and we'll talk. We'll talk in a couple of weeks. Sounds good. Here we go. Now on the one here is Bald Spot by Elliot Dawson. Keep it locked.